0: Some individuals can feel that a degree of in- intimidation when they walk into a gallery. Um, like Jeff said, the white cube—it's um, very formal. Demo project because it is clearly identifiable as a space that was once domestic, and despite the fact that it's been transformed into a more sterile environment, you know, there's all that evidence of domesticity around. It's disarming, and I think that the public enjoys that quality that even though we're bringing in work that is challenging, that disarming quality, uh, I think, creates a really welcoming environment.
1: Welcome to the Student Break Podcast. I'm your host, David Linaway For today's 122nd episode, Allison Locker and Jeff Robinson join us from Springfield to talk about their Alternative Space demo project, which has been open for about a year and hosts to a variety of interesting shows that we talk about. Of course, we'll cover all things demo, and you'll want to check out their Facebook page for demo projects, so please go ahead and do that. Just a little bit more about us, Studio Break is a podcast and blog site. It's run by myself, David Linway, and we are officially at three years, so thanks once again for listening. If you've hung in there and checked out a lot of these episodes, we really appreciate it. For those of you listening for the first time, we're a podcast and blog site. We feature a variety of different artists. I interview them. I ask them all sorts of questions about their studio practice, development, development, and we share them for free on studiobreak.com. Again, you can easily access all of the interviews that you miss going through the archives. You can use the player right there on Studio Break. Or you can go to the iTunes store, subscribe to the podcast, and get all the new episodes that way. So please check out both of those avenues. Of course, you can follow us on Facebook, so please like our page there. You can follow us on Twitter, at Studio Break. And please tweet us. We love hearing from folks. And you can also follow our Tumblr page, that's Studio-Break. All right, here is our interview with Jeff and Allison. Stay tuned. Welcome to Studio Break. I'm happy to be joined this morning by Allison Locker and Jeff Robinson from Demo Project in Springfield. How are you both doing this morning?
2: Great. Great.
1: Awesome. I just first kind of want to just get a little bit of a background um, on both of you. So, Allison, since uh, we are now, I guess, meeting, uh, you know, over the uh, inner waves for the first time, uh, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Uh, Certainly. I am a resident here of Springfield, Illinois. I've lived here for about eight years now. And before that, uh, before I moved here, I lived in Utah and Minnesota, and I'm originally from Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. And I am an installation artist and sculptor, and I manage the visual arts gallery here at the University of Illinois Springfield and work closely with Jeff, and we founded Demo Project together and a team of other artists that are affiliated with the UIS program as well.
1: And Jeff, if you could bore to death everyone uh, with those same stories, uh, we'd appreciate <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> yeah, so lived in central Illinois uh, pretty much my whole life. I I am an instructor of art, I think is my official title. At the University of Illinois Springfield, I am the gallery director of the Visual Arts Gallery here at UIS uh, and work alongside Allison Locker there. And as Allison said, we both uh, jointly co-founded Demo Project. Well, the one thing I want to make sure we do is um, I want to make sure we highlight the team. Um, so Demo Project, was, Demo Project was co-founded by Allison and I, and we do a lot of the curatorial efforts and all of that. Um, but we do share a lot, of, uh, a lot of that responsibility and certainly just the task of running the space uh, with our team. Uh, and there's five of us. So it's Allison and I uh, and Shane Harris. Shane uh, is a professor uh, of art at UIS. Uh, he teaches all things 3D, ceramics, sculpture, and the like. And so he's on our team, uh, and he has helped to curate shows, and certainly helps to maintain and run the space. Uh, And then the really nice thing about demo, uh, just on a personal level, is it's provided this opportunity for this group of UIS affiliates. Um, You know, we we work at the gallery. We all teach here at UIS to work and collaborate with alumni from UIS. So the two remaining members of DEMO are Judah Johnson and Brad Balster. They live in the community, they're working artists in the community, and they uh, graduated uh, with a bachelor's in visual arts from UIS uh, a few years back. So it's also been this really wonderful opportunity to cultivate this different type of working relationship between um, UIS faculty Uh, and UIS alumni.
0: It really takes all five of us to keep this project on its feet. Um, I mean, to lose one member of the demo team, I I mean, not to sound uh, dramatic, but I feel like it would be catastrophic. Right, right.
2: (laughs) Because again, we all have different other things that are not in a negative way or anything, but are our primary responsibilities. I mean, I am salaried faculty at uis allison is as well shane is as well uh you know brad and judah have their own respective jobs that really end families that demand uh their time and so this is a project for us uh, as much as it is a space for artists to um, show their projects and for the community to come together it's also this thing that we do sort of when we have time, aside from all of our other responsibilities. And so if there wasn't the whole team of five of us, uh, this just really would not be possible.
1: Working with two different spaces, that's got to be kind of fun, you know, especially when everybody's uh, on the same page. So
2: It is. It is really fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we had to decide that we liked working with each other well enough (laughs) to say, uh, let's do this uh, a second time uh, at the same time.
1: And and so did you both start um, this this uh, job in Springfield at, at around the same time in terms of working at the gallery there, and then sometime later it came out that you you both had kind of discussed demo or how did how did all that kind of come to be?
0: Jeff and I did start working at the gallery near the same time. I, I think I started the gallery manager role just slightly, maybe a semester, a little more than a semester before he came on as gallery director. And Jeff and I have a lot of similarities um, in the way we work and the, the kind of standards we have, but then we have these really divergent aspects too that, that ends up offering a lot of this really cool cross pollination.
1: I know Jeff, you were kind of trained as a, a painter at some point too. But is is your like kind of primary focus, um, Allison, just installation arts, or was sculpture kind of like an impetus before that? Or
0: I'd say that I started out um, making objects as a student, and even early on, my objects began to transition into installation. And then the installation became larger and larger, and until and they were entire environments. And that has been the focus of my practice all along: sculpture and largely installation.
1: Interesting, and and so I think one of the first things that kind of pop into my mind is I'm I'm curious, especially as you know, two people that are that are curating exhibitions, and you know, certainly there's there's plenty of different art out there, and and. It's really easy to be kind of overwhelmed almost i mean there's there's so much good art how do you How do you guys feel like you i don't know mix in terms of like what you decide that you want to show or or the things that seem interesting for you guys to show to in that capacity
2: We're always sort of finding ourselves interested in the same thing, so there's never this. I think we should be showing this, no, I think we should be showing this. There's a lot of agreement that happens there uh, but it's really important for us, I think really in both spaces. Uh, both the Visual Arts Gallery and Demo Project, to be um, trying to show as diverse a range of work as possible. That's really a part of our mission, our stated mission in the Visual Arts Gallery at UIS, but I think we've carried that over into, uh, I don't know if it's our uh, maybe our unofficial mission uh, with Demo, that we're trying to show a wide range. I mean, we really want our spaces to reflect what is happening, what is relevant in the contemporary art world, uh, and of course we 're you know living in a in an art world right now where there 's so much going on there 's a de emphasis on discipline specific works you know i'm uh, i 'm just a painter i 'm just a sculptor i 'm just a photographer uh, uh, and there 's an emphasis on sort of cross pollination in that way where it 's interdisciplinary or multidisciplinary where you 're sort of invoking different things um and so you know and certainly even to the degree that there of course is always uh you know a painter 's painter or uh, somebody that's really devoted to sculpture or something like that. All of those things exist simultaneously in the art world, and they all have their voice. They all have their niche, and uh, we really try to be reflective of everything. And that's and I'm really just talking about medium, but we could also go into content or or process or you know somebody that's really conceptually minded versus somebody that's really emphasizing visual aesthetic or something like that. Uh, we really try to. You know, bring in that full uh, expression of what's happening in the art world, uh, and I and and even that though there's a shared mission there and a shared preference, I guess, from both of us. So even in that regard, I don't know if you want to add anything to that,
1: Allison.
0: I think you covered it. <laughs> <laughs> I do.
1: I think one of the things that's obvious, though, or maybe not. Maybe not as obvious, but um, you know, you're not you're not talking about like two commercial gallery spaces that are you know reliant on selling artwork to to stay relevant. You know, you're you're kind of in located in central Illinois, and it seems like then you're able to kind of really kind of push, you know, maybe exhibitions that might be a little bit more challenging, or or again, kind of like you're talking about, Jeff, kind of explore a lot of what's going on right now. Is that, is that kind of a mission too to kind of like bring in all of this? Work that's going on to that community and, and kind of get the community engaged that way? I
0: think for certain that that's an emphasis, um, community engagement, community building, community advocacy, demo project, and the program we do at UIS strives to accommodate these facets, you know, um, community, it, it seems to strengthen when culture is strengthened and when people are engaging in culture tends to broaden perspectives. Um, And I, of course, am a firm believer that art is formative. And so the more art we can bring here and the more diverse it is, um, and even controversial works, this kind of formative process is enhanced. Um, Just new ways of thinking through exposure to new art forms in this community. And right now, UIS and Demo Project you know are the only spaces that have a commitment to contemporary art in their mission statement and so uh, i'm they're they're very vital uh, you know it's the capital city there there needs to be a strong presence of contemporary art that rotates artists, um, from the region, from the state and well beyond too, to keep that dialogue building.
1: So how, how long has the, uh, demo space been, been going and was it something where you're able to kind of, um, you know, lease and take over this space for a specific amount of time, or is it something that's going to be there, you know, concurrently with the, the gallery, um, on campus?
2: Yeah, so we actually, in September, celebrated uh, one year of Demo Project. So it's been going on for a year. The opportunity, it's interesting, Demo Project started as just this ideal notion of wouldn't it be great? Between Allison and I, that, you know, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be great if we had this project space, you know, and there were precedents in the region, you know, there was Heavy Brow in Bloomington, there's Backspace in Peoria, and we just really wanted to have a space with a similar identity that could emphasize projects, you know, freed from the pressures of the commercial aspect of the art world. Um, And also to better reach the community. Uh, You know, one of the things about UIS, it's a great space and we get great, terrific support from the community. We absolutely do. But the university is kind of really um, set apart from the rest of the community. It's not located in the heart of downtown or, uh, you know, it's not one of those typical campuses that is really centralized in the heart of the city. It's, It's kind of set apart and surrounded by cornfields. And so... Uh, we wanted a space that was better situated in the community, but we didn't really have anything. Uh, luckily, uh, Allison Locker serves on the board of the Springfield Art Association and had a working relationship with them there. Um, and so the space that we now occupy was actually and is actually owned by the Springfield Art Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were just using it kind of as storage. It had served a previous purpose, but It's actually the building, uh, they have a, and Allison can speak to this more appropriately than I can, but they have a a sort of campaign project to expand their campus and their resources, uh, and that calls for the demolition of this building once that campaign is realized and they uh, get the necessary funding. So uh, initially their timetable was three years uh, from when we started. Uh, and they offered it up to us, and and what uh, and, and so it's a great partnership between us and the Springfield Art Association because they don't charge us rent. They give us the space rent-free, um, which really alleviates uh, a lot of issues on our end because, you know, we don't have any funding backing this other than our own wallets. Um, our team really sort of funds this project on our own, and so having that space is really wonderful. We named it Demo Project because... Uh, just to play on the fact that the space is slated to be demolished. um, And we thought it was, you know, a great name. And it's sort of related to uh, some other sort of maybe metaphorical things that we're trying to do in the community, but uh, also just literally referring to the fact that it's slated to be demolished. So our definitive timeline is that we'll have it at least for a couple of more years, but we could have it longer than that. And then there's, of course, the issue of would we continue the project uh, in a different space if that space were um to be um demolished as it's as it's slated to be
1: are are there any kind of specific exhibitions that you've had in the past year specifically that i don't know maybe would be good to highlight in terms of just talking about i guess the kind of diversity that you want to bring there because obviously like you had said before you know you could just kind of have maybe something that's a bit more static in terms of just i don't know showing it by medium but it seems like you guys are really you know trying to to bring in different artists so who are some of those artists I'll let you take that, Allison.
0: Uh, Okay. Uh, The the artist that we launched this space with was Betsy Odom, who is an artist that I've admired for a really long time. Um, And, you know, her work deals with diverse topics. Uh, When she speaks about her work, she kind of talks about it having a a context, um, but then a subtext that speaks more directly to um, lesbian and gay culture. All, and so this work that she had um, in our in our inaugural show, Betsy Odom Bulldog, it, it was this kind of diverse little collection of fantastic sculptures, um, some of which spoke to um, sports and softball. She had this fantastic little wooden grill. She launched the space with this unique voice, but still had this total focus on... Um, you know, the object, and as she puts it, the hubris of making, because her work is so just lovely. Um, and so she's a real highlight when I look back at our, our last 13 months, uh, because I feel like she kind of hit it on all points. Um, but then just uh, last month, we had Carla Bankston in from Oregon. She's the chair of the art department at the University of Oregon. And her work is diverse in that it's it's really uh, rooted in uh, the environment, uh, the landscape. She did this one project. Uh, Jeff, you might be able to speak to this a little bit better, but uh, she and some collaborators, she spoke to this at a lecture that she presented here at UIS and that was co-sponsored by the Art Association and uh, UIS Biology and uh, Americon And so it, we had garnered a lot of support for her visit and this talk. But one of the pieces she talked about was putting um, masks of people that denied the existence of global warming uh, these people wearing the masks would taunt crows uh, because crows recognize faces and, you know, trying to cultivate this relationship. So that's very different than a straightforward exhibition of, you know, paintings or drawings uh, or sculptures in a gallery. Uh, it's this kind of uh, broader dialogue uh, that creates the diversity we're interested in.
1: But is it kind of nice to be able to kind of ping pong between the two spaces in terms of what you might show? You might have a group show here and then um, just like a, a installation that someone might experience as well then so that there's kind of... I guess some diversity in terms of like just being able to open up to two spaces every month.
0: Cause we have a different, you know, emphasis at, at either space. And I know that Jeff and I really hope to one day bring an artist or a group of artists that simultaneously show at both demo and UIS and the right project hasn't presented itself yet. Uh, but that seems really exciting to us. This kind of idea of, of having the presence of um, a theme uh, that's supported by, you know, a unified group of artists that expands essentially across the city. As Jeff said, the campus is physically removed from, from uh, you know, the city of Springfield, uh, but Demo isn't. So if we can eventually cultivate this um, dialogue in a way that makes sense, we, we hope to, to kind of unlock that potential at some point.
1: You said that, you know, Demo's been open now for a little over a year. Um, has there been, you know, good feedback in terms of, um, I guess, people checking out the space, maybe, you know, because it's been, you know, kind of vacant or you said it was used for storage for a bit. I mean, have people kind of been able to come to demo and, and check it out?
2: There is an element of the project space that I think took some people a while to get used to, to acclimate to, because, you know, I didn't actually describe the space. Uh, you know, we, Essentially, it's a it's a sort of bungalow style house that we've converted into this project space. So from the outside, it's a, you know, white story, a white house, uh, one story, uh, you know, with a, a, a porch on the front and everything, uh, a lawn, right? It doesn't, nothing uh, to this community, nothing speaks of what uh, they probably have previously understood to be a venue that showcases artwork. And so, you know, it's different. And then when you walk in, there's uh, there's a fireplace. There's radiators. There's this sort of built-in shelving unit right next to the fireplace. So there's all of these interesting architectural features that are somewhat—I uh, don't know if I would say common, but at least uh, maybe, maybe so—at least typical of project spaces in the sense that they're unconventional, that they're um, you know intentionally something different than the white cube uh, sterile gallery space that that the traditional gallery institution that really UIS. Uh, the visual arts gallery at UIS functions as Uh, and so there was you know a little bit of that that I think also generated some excitement because it was something so new but I think you know people have come to appreciate that aspect of it um, and have come to appreciate the type of work that a space like that uh, invites or entices Uh, you know it really uh, it's really the mission of our project space but I think even the space kind of echoes or encourages that uh, that we you know, are pursuing artists that are making projects, that are experimenting, exploring. Um, you know, we promote the possibility that uh, you know, maybe the artist doesn't quite know what they're doing in a body of work. They want to try things out. Again, those are, the, those are things that an artist can't really do when being pressured by a commercial system. But in this project space, they can try things out uh, and the possibility of failure is lurking. And if it even perhaps comes out, uh that's not necessarily a bad thing, and so I think that that's been uh i at least hope that that's something that people are responding positively to and I think based on um the turnouts that we get and the and the comments that we receive and the support that we get that uh, they are uh responding positively to that.
0: And I'd, I'd also like to expand on that a little. The Springfield Artists Association is 100 years old. It, you know, they have their own um, reputation. But during this capital campaign where they're trying to either reinvent or reassert an identity, I know that um, the demo project has received really strong feedback uh, from that group, the staff, the board, and people that just like to see something so new and such a departure um, for that organization, you know, or a, as, a, as an affiliate of that organization. Um, and Demo Project also, uh, apparently, um, you know, some, some individuals can feel that, that a degree of in- intimidation when they walk into a gallery. Um, like Jeff said, the white cube, um, it's very formal. And so Demo Project, because it is clearly identifiable as a space that was once domestic, um, and despite the fact that it's been transformed into a more sterile environment, you know, there's all that evidence of domesticity around, it's disarming. And I think that the public enjoys that quality, that even though we're bringing in work that is challenging.
1: And maybe something to add from that, too, you know, for, you know, maybe young artists that are looking to apply to spaces and, and to get a show, you know, it's something to consider, you know, what what is this space interested in showing so you know if you guys are getting stacks of slides of just paintings it might not be something as interesting as someone that has you know a real use for the space a way to kind of explore it so i think that's something that's kind of maybe important to note is that you know every every space might be different in that regards right about you know we talked about some of the artists that were I guess, being shown at at demo, I'm curious, is it like a particular region that you're trying to draw from, or are you trying to draw, you know, from, from that region, from like a national region? Is it kind of mixed? How does that, that balance kind of strike?
2: Well, um, we're, it's really turning out to be a little bit of everything. Um, I don't even remember now, and it's only been a year, Allison, but I don't even necessarily remember what we had sort of had as our focus in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we started out and a lot of the artists were regional in an expanded sense, so maybe not quite regional, but, you know, Chicago, Chicago. Uh, But I guess actually our second show was Kathleen Scott, who at the time was living in Brooklyn. So our second artist kind of uh, debunked that notion. Uh, You know, so we had an artist from Brooklyn. And then we had uh, Ben Gardner, who I think uh, Studio Break listeners are familiar with. So, uh, you know, so that's maybe somewhat regional in an expanded sense. It's not central Illinois, but Ben at least has ties to central Illinois. You know, so it's been all over, though. We've had an artist from Utah. Uh, we've had a couple of artists from Brooklyn, uh, a couple from Chicago. Our, our current show uh, is of a Brooklyn artist, but uh, Brooklyn, New York. But our next show is uh, of a collaborative pair of artists from Peoria. So um, that brings it right back uh, much closer to home, regionally speaking. So, you know, kind of all over the place, you know, and we, uh, it's, it's looking like we're going to have artists as far reaching as L.A. Uh, next year. Uh, I don't know to what degree that's all been finalized, but, you know, we're <laughs> uh, we're really all over the place. You know, we're we're to the point now in the beginning where we had to, you know, when it, when a, a space is at that fledgling state, uh, you know, we were really seeking out artists and, you know, we had to approach them and say, hey, this is a space that we have. Uh, we're trying to get things running, um, which you'd be interested in showing. And we got a lot of support from some really great artists. Uh, in that first year. But with the second year, we were able to, now that there's some traction and now that there is some general awareness of the space, you know, we were able to just put out a call uh, in addition to still seeking out artists that we're interested in, uh, which we still do and want to do, but we were able to also put out a call and we got a, a tremendous response from that, uh, from artists from all across uh, the U.S. and even some, uh, at least one international artist that submitted proposals for the space. So we're really, uh, I guess I guess we're not at all exclusive in terms of where artists are coming from.
1: You know, you maybe start from this idea of just having this space that you're going to kind of figure out how to use. And, you know, I'm sure the further along you get with it, the more it might make or change the way that you think about what kind of shows you might want to take on. Has Has just that experience of you know, starting this space, you know, affected the way that you guys maybe create work or or look at different artists um, than you would, you know, before you started it?
0: Well, with Demo, we really just jumped in. You know, we we were offered the use of the house and we got right to work in transforming the space and it seemed to happen really quickly. And things fell into place just as quickly. We were able to secure artists um, of caliber, Uh, bringing diverse bodies of work here. And Demo asks a lot of us, of all of us. Um, And I would say that in many ways it has, even in minor ways, affected the way that we work or look at or consider artists. I certainly have an incredible degree of appreciation for the artists that come to Demo Project to exhibit with us because we offer so little um we can't offer any insurance, any money for shipping, no stipends. Every once in a while we're able to secure a lecture opportunity uh for them through UIS where they receive a very modest stipend. But on the whole, artists are absorbing, you know, the cost of travel, um, the cost that come with exhibiting. And it's something that I just have an increasing appreciation for. Um And I certainly the artists that come through Springfield need that need a place to stay commonly stay at my home, which has been a whole other, you know, kind of adventure in itself outside of demo. You know, on many occasions, I've welcomed in a stranger who always leaves a friend. um, And it's the conversations that I have with these people as they're sitting on my couch. And I'm thinking, I just met you, you know, 40 minutes ago, and now we're having this existential conversation about you know wh- why are we artists and you know what are you doing here exhibiting at demo and how are you so excited about this opportunity and it just provides this awesome synergy I think for all of us and we root for our artists you know uh, because they're here for us and and I think that um, creating opportunities for artists is at the forefront of our objective. We we think it's important to create opportunities for artists and create this opportunity for our community to engage in the work they bring here.
1: But I wanted to ask you both. So so, what are you currently showing? And I don't know. Just what are some of the shows that you have coming up that you're you're excited to uh, just kind of give people a, a glimmer about?
0: Next month we have Josh Cox and Don Getler, who are real community leaders in contemporary art in Peoria. They're doing something very specific to the demo project space, uh, something installation-based, and uh, if I know them, something surely ambitious. So I'm looking forward to that, um, especially because of that regional tie. There are so many strong uh, contemporary artists right here in central Illinois. And, of course, we're interested in establishing stronger relationships among these immediate communities i i know that jeff and i have talked a lot about having here in springfield and decatur and peoria and champaign urbana just have uh, more um, awareness of one another and uh, dialogue um, and influence because we're we're living a pretty relatively similar um, experience so it's nice to have these strong artists come in and help support that dialogue then in January, we have Anne Carney Rains, who is the uh, winner of our collaboration with Studio Break uh, for the um, undergraduate competition. Oh, painter? painter?
1: Again, that I'm, I'm hoping um, that it'll be something I'm able to kind of track down for, you know. And I don't mean to cut you off, but that idea of kind of feeling, you know, like people can kind of feel like a collective, even though they're maybe spread out geographically. But that kind of... I don't know. There's a certain type of feel in terms of like a community that I can, you know, living in that region, I can certainly, you know, kind of make sense to me. But
0: no, and I really, I don't, I don't care to limit my definition of immediate community to Springfield. Right. Um, Especially when 45 minutes from now there's Bloomington normal, you know, where there's an abundance of active contemporary artists that, you know, we, we should have, you know, stronger interactions with and hopefully demo functions to facilitate that.
1: Sure, sure. Well, that sounds awesome. And the the current exhibition, Special Red, how long is that, that up for? And could you talk a little bit about that?
0: Special Red from Brooklyn Artist Victoria Calibro opened on last Friday. And Demo Project is um, open. We hold regular Saturday hours from 1 to 4. And we're also available by appointment. Um, You know, these these exhibits that we bring through these projects uh, really should be seen. So I encourage, you know, people, if you can't make it on our Saturday hours or to our openings, let us know. We'll we'll happily arrange some time where you can come check out the work. But Victoria's show is going to be available through Saturday, November 1st. Uh, that will be the last day that her show is open to the public. And at that point, because her show employs 1,200 pounds of pink sand on the demo project floor... <laughs> Uh, we're gonna have to get to cleaning that up immediately so that we can um, facilitate an appropriate space for our next artists, uh, Don getler and Josh Cox. Uh, so in in Victoria's also she's an installation artist. She's primarily known for her glass work. She's a contemporary glass work in uh, Brooklyn. She works for urban glass. and this show she has some neon tubing. Um, and she's casting, not with glass this time, but with this polyurethane. Um, and she's also got some cast pewter in the show. Um, there's a lot going on in there. It's really interesting environment.
1: But I was going to say, you know, lastly, before, before I let you guys both get out of here. So in terms of, uh, uh, doing open calls, do you have a, a particular time of year that you guys do that? because i know that you know the most recent one was during the summer is that something that's kind of an annual thing or as as need be or
0: well we do accept submissions on a rolling basis so if anybody has the impetus or the enthusiasm to submit a proposal we 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 certainly accept them throughout the year um and we have a call that did take place over the summer months and we'll probably revisit that and see if that's something we want to maintain um, but even when we schedule in the programming um, from these submissions, we leave available slots in the calendar so that an artist that we uh, meet or discover and would like to invite to the space that we have room to do that. So it's, it's, we accept the proposals and submissions and our, our approach to programming the space is at once structured and also flexible. And I think that's exactly what a space like Demo Project should be. Uh, I don't know. Jeff, what do you think?
2: Uh, the thing I'll add is if artists are interested and do have the enthusiasm that had mentioned to propose uh, an exhibition or a project for the space, you can uh, find us, uh, A, on Facebook. That's one way to just be aware, I guess, for anybody, for the general public to be aware of what we're doing. Uh, find us on Facebook, like us on Facebook, and you'll get all the invites for our goings-ons. Uh, but the other, uh, for artists that are in- interested in uh, submitting, uh, you can email us at demo project space at gmail.com.
1: Well, again, I really appreciate you both taking the time and, um, it's been a pleasure having you on. So, uh, thanks very much.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you.
1: Thanks once again to Allison Locker and Jeff Robinson for joining us. You can check out more about Demo Project on their Facebook page, so please check it out there and like it. Their current exhibition, Special Red with Victoria Calibro, runs through November 1st, and gallery hours are Saturday 1 to 4, or you can contact them for an appointment, so please do that. I also want to thank Skylar Mail for providing the music for Studio Break. You can check out his website at SkylarMail.com. Again, he's a multimedia artist, performance artist, a painter, a musician. So check out his work. You'll want to make sure to visit studiobreak.com. Again, check out not only our interviews, but you can find out more about me, the host of Studio Break. You can check out my artwork at davidlinaway.com. Again, there's a handy hyperlink right on that homepage, and you can click there to find out more about me and see some of the paintings that I make, which mostly incorporate architecture and landscapes, so check it out. Once again, we are three years in with 122 episodes as of this one, so please check them all out. Again, if you don't see all of them coming up, go through the archives, check out all the great artists that you've missed. Again, each of the posts have images of the artist's work, links to their websites, links to the iTunes store so you can subscribe to the podcast. Again, we hope and encourage you to do that. Of course, if you've been listening for a while and have been meeting to leave some positive reinforcement for other iTunes listeners, we hope that you do. Leave us some comments, some feedback. It generally helps uh, with visibility. So thanks for doing that. We also ask that you'd like our Facebook page and keep up to date with what's going on there. Again, we post stuff there all the time. You can follow us on Twitter at Studio Break. So please send us your tweets, share your artwork, let us know what's going on with your studio. And lastly, you can find us on Tumblr, that's studio-break.tumblr. So please follow us there if you're on Tumblr. Some announcements, Rocket Run Abstraction from Chicago, curated by Alex Herzog, will be on view October 22nd when it opens at the Elder Gallery in Wesleyan University, Lincoln, Nebraska. Again, a massive show of abstract artists from Chicago. It's got a great poster that has source images of all the artists participating in the show. Again, over 60, I believe. So you want to check that out in Nebraska if you have a chance. Our last announcement, Illinois State University is opening up their new exhibition space in downtown Normal, so I'm very excited as an alumni, and I've, of course, interviewed a lot of great artists from this region. Again... October 17th, Walter Robinson is the the date for the show. He gives a talk at 4pm and you can check out the exhibition with the reception starting at 5. It runs through 9 o'clock and I'm excited to say that I will be there to do a live podcast recording. Of course we'll probably have Barry Blenderman, Kendra Pateson who work in the space and bring wonderful exhibitions there and I'm sure we'll have some familiar voices as well as some new ones so very excited to be there for the opening of the space and of course um you can help us celebrate three years of doing studio break thanks again for listening i really appreciate it it's a lot of fun to be able to sit down each week or at least every other week with some artists and talk about their studio practice and share these conversations so thanks once again for listening we'll talk to you real soon